Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. Episode 94. Woo! Let's hop in. You want to hear where we are on the charts? Uh-huh. I'd love to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just stop counting once you're past 100. So Yeah. I mean, you know, there's only so far off the charts you can go before right. they just tell you you're great all the time. Yeah. And that's what we are. <laughs> yeah. I just assume it's because everybody on the planet is starting a podcast during <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. So some are just more excited than, than ours. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We have our listeners. Uh, Joel speak- McHale and Ken Jong knocking us off the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the entertainment lists. <laughs> that uh, Star Trek Voyager one. I want to start oh, listening to the yeah. Delta Flyers with yeah, Tom, uh, yeah. Harry and Tom. I've tried to get Robert Duncan McNeil to be on here because he's a director, but it's all TV stuff, so I couldn't yeah, like, figure yeah. out a way to pitch it. <laughs> uh, Patreon. Yeah. No new Patreon, but we still got our four. Hey, I'll take it. Thanks, guys. Small miracles. Uh, <laughs> I got one email, but it was a super, super long press release mm. for a Zoom TV show in Australia. Blah. Of which okay. we have many fans. <laughs> and they like us there, but Australia unfortunately we'll be coming up again later. <laughs> yeah. And it's um it was yeah, well uh it was in, like, in a weird one of the stars was like bad. the Australian Miss Universe contestant. But again, T V show. Yeah. Or a movie show. Well yep. I mean, every once in a while I'll bring up a TV show, but it's not our focus. Right. Yeah. Wanna hear about reviews? Yeah. Cause we got two. Hey! The cup fucking runneth <laughs> over with reviews. Hey, thanks, y'all. Not only did we get two reviews, I assume both these people hit the five star because we're up up in uh, ratings too. Yeah. Right there. Let's talk about our first review uh-huh. from loyal listener Yarrow. Yay. <laughs> uh, member of the uh, famous and or infamous uh, greatest band, band in, the world. in the world called Evolve mm-hmm. out of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Without the E in the end. Without the E on the end. E-D-O-L-D. So if you're a listener awesome. and you like some fucking early 2000s rock. Fuck yeah, I do. Yep. <laughs> that's fucking badass and mm-hmm. gives you a tingle in the cockles. Go mm-hmm. on iTunes and look up E-V-O-L-V. Evolve. Yeah. All right. He says. I literally pulled over while driving to write a review because I'm tired of hearing that there are no reviews. Yeah. This show is amazing. Hell yeah. Keith and Dan talking movies, cursing like sailors, <laughs> and discussing the industry is the highlight of my podcast week every week. Yeah. This is what I'm assuming oh, his inflection is. Damn I'm not done. Ooh. Do yourself a favor and subscribe immediately and get hooked just like I did. Mm, if you yeah. don't listen, I hate you and you're <laughs> stupid. But then why would you be reading this anyway? <laughs> so although awesome. I like the review, I mean, why take the time to pull over? I, because it's safer that way. Right, but I mean, like, he knows that we've been scrounging for a review. Like, there can't be that many cars on the road right now. It's a pandemic. Do it no. one-handed. no. If nope. you're listening to us on disagree. the road right now, I want you to pull out your phone and type a review while driving. We'll call, it, we'll, we'll call it the driving review challenge, and we'll see how many typos no. there are. No! Why not? And you feel like you need to, right now, review our podcast, which we would very much enjoy. Please do the safe thing. Pull off the road. The uh, unemployment rate's only in the, like, teens. It's uh, not not the whole country's uh, off the roads. Sure. All right. <laughs> Be safe. <laughs> Safety first. Okay. Uh, review but, number two. But also review what? us, please. <laughs> also definitely review us. Or, or ratings. We'll take whatever. Number two. Mm-hmm. Another five-star review. Mm, yeah. 
says, now stop begging and get on with it. (laughs) That's from Igor Max, who I assume works for HBO Max. Uh, uh, So he owns it. Yeah. Now look, Igor, uh, here's the thing. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever seen the movie Shawshank Redemption? So, you know, when Andy Dufresne is trying real hard to get a library in the prison. So he writes a letter a week to like the the board, the financial board to give him money. And they're like, here, here's your money. Please stop writing us every week. And he goes, from now on, I'm going to write two letters a week. So Igor, you did, you done fucked up. Now, every 20 minutes of the podcast, it's please rate and review. Smash that subscribe button, bro. Please like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Um, We're not actually going to do that, Igor. We thank you. Thank you, Igor. Uh, I like like the negative connotation on the five star review. I like that it has nothing to to do with us. So the only thing that someone can get from this show, from this review, is that we beg for reviews. Not whether it's good. <laughs> Not whether it's entertaining, just uh, here, stop fucking. Ba- Here's hey, a scrap works. of attention. <laughs> it it still it. helps. Thank you, Igor. All right, Dan, we're going to play my favorite weekly game, Box Office. Yay! Okay, according to Deadline in the 1500 ish open theaters, what was number one at the box office this week? I may have gotten spoiled on this. Tell me, doing what do you my think? research this week. Was it Beauty and the Beast? It was. Yeah. This game is less fun when you look up the answer. <laughs> no, I didn't look it up. It was like uh, it was I, I clicked t- yeah. on a website and it was the first headline. It was a headline. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. What was number two? Uh, it was also Disney owned. Correct. Oh, shit. What was it? It's a Marvel um, movie. It's Marvel. Oh, it was Iron Man. It was Iron yeah. Man. Granddaddy of all the Marvel movies. Yeah. So yeah Beauty and the Beast with $467,000 at the box office. And then what was number three was a Fox movie oh, when it came look. out, but Disney now owns it anyway. Oh, so it Just, was like the top three were all Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man with 430000 Oh, I should also say it was not Beauty and the Beast, the good one. Oh, it was yeah, Beauty it was and the, the Beast, the, 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 new, the Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah. Although, like, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Josh Gad in that movie is incredible. And, like, mm. I recommend watching that movie just for his part. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But still, fuck you. I watched a very interesting uh, YouTube essay video about that version. Really? Um, what did it, it was, say? It was all about the music in it. And they were like, well, first off, you're just doing the same songs over again. So it sure. should have the same like love and energy in it. And he was like, I don't I can't tell after analyzing this movie if Emma Watson is a bad singer or if she's a good singer that they just sanitized the shit out of her performance because it's a lead performance in a movie that needs to make a billion dollars. Sure. <laughs> also, it's like it's it- flat characterless like auto-tuned like pitch corrected in obvious ways like it's just the sanitized version of that that you know singer's voice (laughs) i mean uh, but more to the point for me it wouldn't matter if it was Kristen chenoweth with adina menzel on top of her shoulders and a giant trench coat singing it (laughs) it's still karaoke because it's unoriginal yeah you you are always going to be compared to the original bell yeah because it's ingrained in your childhood anything that's slightly different is gonna feel off to you it's the same thing like when i go see uh, again i'm weird uh when i go see bands (laughs) live uh, mm-hmm. I want the, the the playing to be as like the recording as possible, if yes. not bigger. Yeah, 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 and like yeah. if it's a different solo, it's gonna piss me off because I want the familiarity <laughs> because I'm a fucking you know sheep fucking <laughs> yep. feed me. 
Yeah. Except that, Evolve, they're always better live. That <laughs> that in equal parts, uh, uh, I love and it bugs me. Um, Remember out Maroon Five specifically? Yes. No. Uh, uh, specifically, different guitar solos live. Right, because he says he never does love, the same one twice. Yeah, I love the musicianship. I love the ability to make the solo still interesting and good in a different way. But I, lo- but I also love the recorded version. Sure. And I want to hear that played live. I do, every time. We're so off track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Adam Levine's actually a pretty good guitar player. Oh, so, uh, I don't think I brought just, this up last week. I had it written do it down, but I forgot. <laughs> but uh, Snyder Cut will not be Junkie XL. Mm. It's going to be, who is it, Hans Zimmer? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So they are oh, not going to okay. have Junkie XL come back, even though he was the original person to do movie, which I think is very interesting, because I yeah, just sort yeah. of assumed yeah. that the Snyder Cut would have the original music. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder and if they were just care, like, we but... just don't want to pay two composers. We're already putting out. <laughs> right, but why? I mean, I have to imagine Hans Zimmer more. is more expensive than Junkie XL. Uh, that's true. That's true. I guess, well, maybe they like, we need Hans Zimmer. Do we need Junkie XL? Or maybe also? it's more work. Yeah. To, or like, it's like, it's, it's like more work to have Junkie XL do the whole thing where Hans Zimmer can finish two or three pieces and be done. Yeah. Yeah. The world may never know. And he can, he can probably use like the Junkie XL stems and pieces that they did for the theatrical cut and the like. Right. Stem seeds, all the best part of everything. <laughs> all the best parts. All right. Back into uh, some COVID news. Hey. The head of NATO. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not the important not, NATO. Not the important NATO. The, the, National, the National Association National of Theater, Theater Owners. Owners. Yeah. Uh, the, head of, the chief executive of that, his name is John Fithian. The, the uh, Roger Goodell of movies. There you go. He, uh, that's ooh, a, like that. that's oh. my one sports oh, reference. Oh, I, I got that. I understood that I, reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he put out a statement. I'm going to read the whole thing. Uh, and his gist is just like, look, if you're a distributor or a studio, just put out the movie. Stop waiting. Uh, which is a hot take in a pandemic. But it really what is. is. Hey, you know how the number one movie at the box office made $200,000 and you spent $200 million making your movie? Four hundred. Just put it out anyway because we need to make some money. Well, here's what he says. Distributors should stick with their dates and release their movies because there's no guarantee that more markets will be open later this year. Until there's a vaccine that's widely available, there will not be 100% of the markets open. Because of that, films should be released in markets where it is safe and legal to release them, and that's about 85% of markets in the U.S. and even more globally. They should release their movies... Well, they should release their movies and deal with this new normal. Studios may not make the same amount of money that they did before, but if they don't start distributing films, there's going to be a big hole in the balance sheets. This is a $42 billion a year industry. Most businesses will take 85% of that instead of zero, which will be what happens if they wait for all the markets to open up. So, uh, it sounds like a very lobbyist statement to me. Yeah, I, I could see how, yeah, you could take... You could take some things from that that make sense, just not applied to blockbuster movies. I mean, to me, it's just like, to, to him, he, he's got a very narrow looking of, okay, 85% of theaters can be open, we can make 85% of the money. Yeah. To him, it's not registering that, like, hey, even if we make this money, some people might die. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's not factoring. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's evil, and I'm not saying, like, he should be thinking about that, but, uh, you know, he should. But what I'm saying, like, I understand his argument, however. 
Yeah. The he's, fact he's that people may die. The, the people under him paid so that they can right, buy groceries for their job. families. And like, I get that part. His job is to protect this industry. His yeah. job is to take the dues from people that are part of NATO yeah, and yeah. have their best interest at part. But unfortunately, uh, we don't care about billionaires right now. <laughs> yeah. We need to make oh sure that God. everyone... Yeah, have you seen that fucking... I saw you post the article about Bezos. Bezos made $13 billion in one day. Yeah. Right. Well, you know. (laughs) You know. Yeah. Uh, Karma. You know, when when we get to uh, the the guillotine times, just uh, keep a list. You know, I've... I've, You know, uh, uh, side note and off topic, uh, guillotine is actually my worst fear way to die or decapitation in general. Because the the fact that you're alive for a couple seconds bothers the fuck fuck out of me yeah but i'd take a couple of seconds of weird out of body while still in head experience mm-hmm. over like being burned alive see i would i'd rather take the pain like, of a burning or the fear mm. of a drowning actually mm. like I, i've always said if i could choose my way to die I'd be firing squad like hands down because oh, I'll- center of explosion instant okay yeah right. i'd rather i want i want to be shot I want, yeah. Yeah. Just, that's how i want to go but no, like strap strap some c4 to my head no, <laughs> i want there to be zero chance sure all right. that i'm gonna live beyond a split second noted uh, <laughs> so like um ass bomb as, some, as, mom, as someone who's like been to fantastic fest and seen like the whole most horrible shit happen to humans on film uh <laughs> The things that freak me out the most in movies are like when there's someone that's you know guillotined or decapitated and they blink and you can see like oh my god they're still there for a couple. Oh seconds. yeah, yeah they did like experiments feeling. of like yeah they did like hey just like keep blinking as long as you are able to make it happen. Which they talk and, someone into that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone had to be like, hey, I'm gonna be uh, killed by the state or whatever. And uh, this is going to happen no matter what. Maybe if I'm a science-inclined person, (laughs) maybe I could, you know, it's like donating your body to science. Sure. (laughs) Maybe we can do some research, (laughs) you know, while have have a little bit of good come out of this. Speaking (laughs) of weird slow deaths, Tenon. Tenant has been pushed oh. back again. Oh, I thought you were getting into New Mutants, but I'm sure no. we'll get more on that later. <laughs> I don't have anything that you can talk about later. Uh, okay. So Tenant uh, has been pushed again, this time to September. I'm sure we're going to see it. Oh, I thought it was just straight up, like, indefinite, not even nope. this year. No, it's, well, I mean, they don't have, they, they've just said it's September. They're still kind so of working no, on the date. Yeah, okay. They're saying possibly the 11th, which I'm like, mm. maybe skip that day. But, you know, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's going to keep like hey, skip stoning across ooh. the lake. Like they're going to keep pushing it back till they finally just give it and say, okay, next year. Yeah. Like all the other movies probably will too. The other part of that is right now it is illegal to show it in China. China <laughs> yeah, has restrictions so on movie theaters on how long people can be inside of them. And right now they're saying no movies over two hours. And <laughs> Tenet's clocking like in every, at two and a half. Yeah. That's every Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. I think so, he's made like two that were like under two hours right, and then so everything else is like closer to three two and a half hours is you know, already too long but they're like and also i don't think it's like is there any science to back up hey we'll get corona if there's <laughs> yes, an extra the half hour minutes, yeah what if we just like crank up the fan for circulating the that's bad you know? for it though you're not supposed to do that yeah all right anyway neither no. here there uh right, so yeah i don't know so they have a restriction on movies over two hours get get fresh air circulated into it i think you just have to you know like in in in, when you're in grade school and the teacher puts the fan but the the air is blowing out (laughs) you need that uh also (laughs) 
the most amazing thing I've heard about Tenant yet. Mm. Not the actors involved, not the <laughs> script being complicated, not the practical effects, not the Chinese break, not the, the timing. The most amazing thing is that this movie needs to make $800 million <laughs> to break even. $800 million fucking shit. dollars to break <laughs> even. Yeah. I was like, oh, no wonder why this dude wants so badly for it to just be in theaters and done. He's on the hook for so much goddamn money. But if that was me, I, I would be like, well, let's wait till it'll make that. Because <laughs> yeah. what if it doesn't? 800. That's not even advertising oh yet. That's God. just how much the movie costs to oh, fucking no. make. I think that is including advertising. Because oh, uh, I've, I've heard uh, specifically like Kevin Smith had always talked about that big movies nowadays uh, will spend as much money on marketing as they did to make the movie. That's absurd. So I think the movie was made for like $400 million. Oh, that makes me happy, and then they spent the same in marketing. All right, I'm going to look that up and because it is supposed to be. Every time it fucking changes date, they have to do a new round of marketing oh, <laughs> to makes tell sense. you all about oh. the new date. Because it's supposed to be the most expensive um, OC ever created. Yeah. So. Yeah, because they spent about the same on, like, Avengers Endgame, but that's, you know, the 23rd movie in existing IP. Right, and you, you like, you can speculate it will be the highest grossing movie yeah, of all time like based on Infinity had, War. Yeah, we've had, you know, 12 of these last 20 movies make more than a billion dollars. I'm okay putting in $400 million to yeah. make it. <laughs> we don't know that Tenant's going to pull this. And again, if he keeps... Especially when the second biggest movie market in the world says, fuck you, it's too long. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. this one... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got one of the biggest markets in the world saying it's too long, and then the other, other biggest market in the has world the biggest is spikes closed. of COVID. <laughs> yeah. It's not Get a thing Get your shit right together, Warner Brothers. <laughs> All right, again, move. number one at the box office, what was it, $400,000? Four, four, 460 Yeah, so they need to make uh, 2,000 times that to make their money back. Well, so here's the other <laughs> interesting piece of that puzzle is the other thing, like... Uh, every theater chain is waiting for them to solidify a date to open. Yeah. So, like, although AMC and Regal both say we want to open July 31st, I think mm -hmm. we're going to see a pushback because they're waiting on Tenet. That's the first blockbuster. Yeah. So, I mean, they, it's NATO is saying, and that, that's the whole point of what NATO is saying, Yeah. is that, look, stick to your date and we will open the theaters. We yeah. want to open. So it won't be Yeah, it's like, give us a date and we'll meet it. <laughs> so it will make a bunch of money because a bunch of fucking yahoos are going to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, I don't think we can depend on a vaccine fix. I'm going to get political here for a second. We can't <laughs> do, can, can uh, we can't say a vaccine's going to fix everything because there's a bunch of anti-vax fucking yahoos oh out there. Oh, my God. You see, there's a fucking poll that said 50% of people in the U.S. would not take a vaccine. Well, who wants a microchip from Bill Gates in their Holy neck? Holy shit. We need at least, like, the way that the science works is that you need at least 70 to 80% of people to right, take the vaccine the it for it to work. Right, work. Yeah, so we can spend billions of dollars giving 100, uh, 150 million people a vaccine that will do nothing if half the country won't take it. Yep. Moving on. Uh, um, everything is terrible. We'll say. Except right. our podcast. Thank you for That's listening. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. Mm. We know it's coming out May 21st of next year. Also, I just realized huh. uh, that the original... Uh, from China back in the day was called King Kong versus Godzilla, so they won't the have opposite. to put a parenthesis with a date on the name. Oh, that's good. It's yeah. all a different thing. <laughs> I thought just taking out the king would have been enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, no, they, they switched the order as well. Here's what we know. Mm-hmm. We know it's coming out May 21st. Yes, We know <laughs> there will be a definitive winner. Uh, we know that it's the fourth in this movie chain. Uh, now, here's something that I, I knew in my head that King Kong is a lot smaller than Godzilla. I did not know how much. Yeah. So, King Kong stands at 104 feet tall. So in which, Kong Skull which Island. version? Kong, oh, Skull, Kong Island. Skull Okay. That is in this series. Okay, that's that's the canon. Yeah. Okay, but didn't they say, like, they meant they had, like, a line of dialogue that, like, oh, yeah, and he's just a kid, like, he'll grow. So, he is just <laughs> an adolescent, maybe a teenage Kong. Okay. And apparently has had a growth spurt. Okay. So now Kong is 104. Godzilla is 393 feet tall. That's <laughs> well, a hell of a growth spurt. That's a big growth spurt. <laughs> so they have released the official image that's going to go on packaging for like action figures and t-shirts and shit like that. Yeah. That shows the two of them squaring off on top of an aircraft carrier and they are roughly the, <laughs> the same, same height. Size. Yeah. Roughly. Except now King Kong has a beard. <laughs> And I kind of like it. That's how you show that he's old kicking. It's 45 years later in the, in the thing. Okay. And King Kong. So, now, and so the, he's he's roughly, uh, what, tripled in size? Right. So maybe if he was like a six or seven year old comparatively. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, a toddler. I don't know how monkeys yeah. work. Okay. Uh, right. So, it's, yeah, so King Kong's head <laughs> is roughly the size of Godzilla's head and huge neck area. Like, mm. like Godzilla's got this tiny little pinhead compared to King Kong's giant fucking jaws. Yeah. yeah Again, yeah. no, no contest because Godzilla can shoot fucking plasma out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he, he's nuclear powered. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think Kong wins this, but we'll see if I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe they'll say that like Kong is uh, also a product of radiation fall out so that he's immune to the blast or something i don't know i have no i mean he is covered in flammable material i mean he's just gonna be lit on fire like a fucking christmas tree all right uh dc universe yeah has ended its yearly subscriptions and gone just a month in which i see as the best sign for dc oh my god yeah they're like we don't think we might be able to honor giving you content for the next year so we're not gonna let you pay for it in advance rough (laughs) rough sign for dc universe (laughs) yeah um, yeah, I had some uh, some other info on this. So the, Hit, the only option is seven ninety nine a month. Yep. Uh, they used to have like a seventy five dollars per year, which would have been like twenty bucks off. That's you know decent deal for what they were asking for monthly. Um, it'll be the same price monthly, so seventy uh, seven ninety nine per month. But a lot of the things that used to be DC Universe exclusives are not so exclusive anymore. They're all on HBO Max? Yeah, so, like, Doom Patrol was one of the DC Universe exclusive shows. Uh, Season 2 has been premiering on DC Universe, but simultaneously on HBO Max. Got it. And if you have HBO Max, you can go back and watch Season 1. It's already on there. Um, The highly acclaimed Harley Quinn animated series... Oh yeah, I've heard about um, also that. Also coming to HBO Max. Um, it's it's not airing on there yet, but uh, they've officially said it'll be available on the service soon. Um, right. Star Girl was the new uh, Berlanti verse, like Arrow verse, sure. all yep. of that. Um, 
was weirdly going to be separate from the other shows in that it was going to be a DC Universe exclusive. Sure. It started airing on the CW. <laughs> oh, did it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. They were like, uh, you know, we're just going to put this on broadcast TV. <laughs> okay. Uh, what people are speculating is that it might turn into a Marvel Universe style, uh, or not Marvel Universe, uh, Marvel Unlimited app, because the DC Universe app also came with all the comic, comic books. books. Yeah. Um, and Marvel Unlimited has been a thing for a while where it was just the comic books. It's just a comic book service. You can read any mm-hmm. comic book that they have digitized yet and everything that's uh, six months old or older. Oh, that's great deal. Yeah, like you can buy newer stuff if you want to read it now. Right. But the subscription includes everything that's six months or older. Man, I can't imagine just trying to read every comic that's existed and been right. digitized. But like if, say, you know, uh, the new movie is coming out or like a Black Widow is coming out, I want to read all of the old Taskmaster shit. Sure. Included in your subscription. I like that. So the idea is Oh, that, they should sponsor us. Right? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, but the uh, I think a, a lot of people are speculating that the DC Universe app is going to become just comics. All right. Uh, in, in that same vein, where all of the, you know, TV and movie media... That's good info. ...will uh, we'll move to HBO Max. All right, moving on. Yeah. The Russo brothers mm-hmm. are directing a new film those, for those Netflix. Those upstarts? Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Indie filmmakers? Yeah. Indie darlings, the Russo brothers, <laughs> directing an assassin film starring mm. Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. And it's being written by uh, Marcus and McFeely. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know it's, that. Okay. It's the Avengers the, team. The whole Avengers team. Yeah. Uh, they will be competing assassins, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, uh, titled the gray man it's supposed to be a very expensive but hopefully really well doing netflix movie oh, uh, in I'm, my head i'm sure netflix was like has their algorithms behind the scenes sure. and they're just like this plus this plus this plus sure. this equals a billion streams <laughs> um, i want it to be a mr and mrs smith remake oh I want, a mr and mr smith yeah wouldn't it be great because i love mr it. and mrs smith yeah. i love that film but if it was Chris Evans or Ryan Gosling, I would like it a little bit more. <laughs> That's what I want to be. Uh, at the same time, I didn't know that Netflix is releasing another film in September this year mm. with Tom Holland and Sebastian Stan. Yeah. That's called The, the Devil All the Time. And this sounds less fun. Oh, net, Netflix is in the uh, please let us use your Marvel people oh, yeah. business. Which is smart because they can't go work on other, uh, you know, like comic book stuff. So they'll yeah, do yeah. Netflix shit. Yeah, they're like, Give us your directors and people who don't have another movie coming up or shooting sure. soon. We, we will make good use of them. Now, The Devil All the Time, who also has Robert Pattinson in it, but is not as exciting, oh, follows the lives Robert of... Robert Pattinson. Yeah, right. <laughs> follows the lives of several civilians in southern Ohio in the 1960s, including a husband and a wife who are serial killers, Okay. a troubled preacher, and a okay. war veteran. It's based on a book of the same name, with a major theme being a, the psychological effects of people after World War II. Oh my god, that 
I mean, it it sounds A, good, and B, like an algorithm wrote it. <laughs> that does sound like an algorithm. <laughs> They're like, well, true crime, oh, yeah. uh, military veterans, sure. uh, Marvel people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, it's, or it's like, you know, they have like the dartboard. <laughs> dartboard of the office of Netflix executive have thrones made out of cash. Yeah. Money fight. Uh, <laughs> through darts at the wall. And it's yep. a jump to conclusions, man. Uh, so those are two things coming on Netflix. Uh, I mean, good for them. They've already filmed this pre you know, oh, nice. dark times. Yeah. Uh, and then I started oh, thinking the... about how many movies do sit on shelves for so long before they're released. I will like, mm. if I was a movie distributor, I'd start clearing house like oh, shit that I don't know. That's true. I have all, all, this all shit of the stuff filmed. that, yeah, all of the stuff that you like, didn't want to bank on putting in theaters because other stuff was right. going to be making more money. Right. Like, Netflix and oh, Hulu yeah. it up, my dude. Sell oh, it out. yeah. Speaking of, this will be like the golden age of the, you know, $5 million movie. Sure. Uh, we're going to review The Old Guard. Yeah. Uh, so The Old Guard is a movie that came out on Netflix, what, like two weeks ago? Something like that, three weeks uh, ago? Yeah, the uh, currently most streamed thing ever on Netflix, I think. Uh, not necessarily the most. It is in their top ten movies of all time, is what they uh, said. Okay. And they it was did like s- number one of the week when it definitely came out. Definitely of the week. Yeah, it yeah. is in their top ten movies, which is better than they projected. Word. It also hit 72 million households on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes. It has an 81 critical reception and a Word. 72 like public okay. reception hey. so really good all around nice uh, guess, uh, this is what happens when your uh, creator of the thing gets to make the thing well gets wrote it <laughs> however the director Gina Prince Bythewood uh, mm-hmm. is the first black female director of a comic mm. book movie mm. she yeah. previously wrote and directed Love and Basketball about fucking time so Jesus another reason it's so great yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, so the the person who wrote the comic books and you know more about the yeah, comic Greg books than me, wrote the screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's okay. So uh, without ex- spoiling too much for mm-hmm. you, it is a group of people who like get basically by chance randomly become immortal. Yeah, some are newer immortal, some are through the ages. Yeah, and there's like four of them. Yeah, <laughs> like it's uh, it's not a lot. Right. So it's and we won't do a synopsis. You be, but yeah, you could be the immortal for a thousand years before another one shows up. Right, and they don't really know why it happens. Yeah, but they just have dreams of each other yeah. as they become the new ones, and then they go try to save the world in smaller, big ways as they can as they go on, and we see the yeah. repercussions later. Um, it's great. It's fun. It never drags. And again, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw out another hour and a half movie. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. great. It's the same thing with uh, Palm Springs. Like I am not putting too much of a time investment in. They yeah. cut all the fat out of the story. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's great. Tight. It's good. Yeah, took all take out all of the stuff that doesn't mean anything to the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there is definitely going to be a sequel. Oh, yeah. yeah there, says, there was a sequel in the comics. This is yeah. basically like the first volume. trade paperback. Yeah, the sure. first volume. And then they tease like the the second trade paperback at the end uh, of the movie. <laughs> two top build stars are Shalise Theron and who? Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, just just checking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and has been oh, going he's so good in it too. He's real good. They Charlize has been going around to the talk show saying two is happening. It's going to be interesting because it's going to have two female leads. Yeah. Which 
kind of took me back. Comics, yeah. That's... But I'm like, didn't this movie have two female leads? Like Chiwetel is oh, in yeah. there, but he's a minor character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was so... gonna say, yeah, Chiwetel is uh he's he's not one of the immortals. He's right. like he's a side character that makes the story kind of happen. Right. But he's. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, uh, I also have a note here that Extraction is the number one Netflix movie of all time. The Chris Hemsworth. Oh, uh, okay. Which Again, I did not Russo see. Brothers directed. Did they? With, do yep. Okay, yes, so they, they know the winning combination is a Absolutely. Russo Brothers and a Marvel Avenger, mm-hmm. and then they're going to make a bunch of money. Yep. Sure. Yep. Seems right. about right. <laughs> you got anything in your news pile that I have not talked about? Uh, what was a DC Universe? Australia. Guard. Oh, so. <laughs> Uh, the New Mutants may sure. have had a leaked trailer uh-huh. from Australia um, that looked sort of legit. You know, uh, in the same way that some people don't think coronavirus exists, I don't think New Mutants exist. I think every clip... I thought you were going to go with Australia, because that's a legit thing that people think. That's absurd. That's uh, it's insane. Yeah, uh, but Australia is a real country. I don't think New Mutants <laughs> exist, and I think everything we've seen is CGI. Also, pause, side note, I dated a girl who, listen to me, without hyperbole said North Dakota did not exist. That it was a conspiracy. So, did South Dakota exist? Yes. <laughs> but it, I'm like... They called it South for what reason? No, like this was a planned conspiracy, and it was a way like, to funnel money through a state because she herself had never met anyone who has so, ever been to North Dakota. So, one of the 50 states of the United States is like a front con- state? Yes, that. Like South Dakota is just the shape of both Dakotas. But they've been using it to get money. Uh, and like, again, no hyperbole. She thought this. Oh my god. Yeah, she was not smart. Oh. <laughs> Interesting though. She also Holy like claimed shit. to be a descendant of like General Lee and was like really proud of it. And I was like, "Why are you proud of that? He owned slaves. He fought on the wrong side of the Civil War." And she goes, "Yeah, but he's famous." She, she was a, she. Oh let me tell you something. She was born in not America in a fucking. Nutshell. She was a born and raised Texan. Somebody's famous. Why are yeah. they famous? Don't worry about it. Her favorite tune to whistle was Dixie. Uh, oh my god but she like through and through would <laughs> refuse to believe that North Dakota and I was just like okay but you can probably call like any agency in North Dakota and be like hey do you exist she's like yeah but that's part of the conspiracy I'm like but you could go there she's like it's an imaginary state line and they're just funneling money through it I'm like who and I'm like is it the South Dakotan she goes I don't know I think so who and for what purpose well I think it's the idea with South Dakota double dipping <laughs> Right, sure. <laughs> it's like West Virginia is just Virginia trying to make more tax revenue. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And then I it, and she's we, like it's an imaginary twice the federal funds if she's they like, think it's an ima- two of us. Right. And she's like it's an imaginary state line and I said, "Hey, if there's not a national barrier, they're all imaginary lines." And, and like <laughs> yeah. the amount of time it took her to understand that statement is I think she thinks they're like actual lines like on the map like a big ditch like in between like you know Pennsylvania oh and, my god there's you know, a big dotted uh-huh. line yeah, yeah. It, it, you might be going like in in between some of the dotted dashes so you, you might have no, to the walk dash a shows up to as you dash. travel <laughs> <laughs> oh she was stupid holy uh, shit yeah 
Oh my god, she thinks it's literally like The Simpsons when they go to like the five points and yeah. there's literally lines drawn in yeah. in the land of what sure. state you're in. All right, moving forward. Continue with Australia. Oh my god. <clears throat> okay. So uh, there was footage of somebody taking like cell phone footage of a TV at a bad angle. Right. Showing a new trailer for The New Mutants. Uh, which uh, longtime listeners will know uh, the first ads came out in 2017 it was supposed to be released in 2018 then it was delayed to 2019 then it was delayed to 2020 when Disney bought Fox all of these things all of this happened then COVID happened it keeps getting pushed back it's probably got the Guinness world record of most times a movie has been pushed back publicly it's like Guinness book of world <laughs> records for biggest hoax after North Dakota <laughs> yes um, so this ad uh, on this uh, bad cell phone footage of a TV basically showed some uh, new footage which made people think it was real. Um, it had the little Australian, like uh, their version of the MPAA. Sure. Um, it was like an M in a circle in the bottom corner of the screen saying this is like a mature audiences only, their, their rating system. And it had the Disney Plus um, logo in the bottom right corner. And in like the perfectly timed with the music swells of this ad were these blue screens with white text on it, which is Disney Plus's like branding saying, you know, coming uh, streaming September 4th, you know, these heroes are coming into your home, whatever. Uh, And then the Disney Plus logo at the end. Um, thinking that they're going to announce at Comic-Con that it's just going to be streaming September 4th, whatever. That's the, it's finally, you're going to be able to see it's not going to be in theaters. Um, apparently the, the, te- the font that they used on the blue screens looked like very basic fonts that Disney would not have picked. Comic Sans. Yeah. It's like not necessarily Comic Sans, but in that vein, like it, it looked visually like this doesn't look like a thing. Helvetica. That a, that a real Times company would use. <laughs> yeah. And when Wing the blue names. screens came up, like the MP, the, the, uh, the M yeah. rating logo and the Disney logo would disappear. Sure. Like you would think they would have that on the whole ad. I don't know. It was very, there were some things that were like, well, but you, people haven't seen this footage yet. And then also this other, th- other stuff makes it look bad. Uh, so that was floating around for like a day. And yep. then Disney was just like, no, this is fake. It's all bullshit. Don't believe they don't this. Put out bad looking shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's I don't care if this is in the Australian market. Like, we don't put out things that don't look professional. But wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if they did make just shittier versions of everything for <laughs> yeah, Australia? Right? Oh my God, I would feel so bad. It's like Australia usually gets movies like weeks after the rest of the world already. Like, they, they get, get shittier They've got versions. it shitty enough. Like, it, at least get good ads. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that happened. So, but yeah, apparently that's fake. There's still a big announcement that uh, New Mutants is going to make at their Comic-Con at Home panel, which I think is happening on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're hearing this on Wednesday, maybe tomorrow. Sure. Um, so yeah, pay this, uh, check that out. See what the, the big that announcement is. That dog has is, coughed but... so often <laughs> outside the door during this show. If you hear something dying in the background, it's that dog coughing. <laughs> that old man. Yep. Um, okay, in the why the fuck do we need this file? Mm-hmm. 
probably my most favorite entry. Yeah. And the most, why the fuck do we... <laughs> Dan, there is a movie coming out. <laughs> it has found its director. It is currently being written. This movie is called Summer Lovin'. With just L-O-V-I-N. So Summer Lovin'. Okay. What do you think the movie Summer Lovin' is about? The 60s? So you're close. Keep going. Okay. Uh, what is Summer Lovin' about, Dan? Woodstock? Nope. <laughs> is it about people having sex in the summer so kind of <laughs> i mean that's definitely a is part of the movie the summer of love in the nope. 60s no nope. nope. oh, okay it has something to do with people fucking though for sure <laughs> is it porn <laughs> no summer loving come on <laughs> think about the words uh, i don't know what is it <laughs> it is the prequel to greece oh for fuck's sake it is based on the song Summer Lovin' in Greece. I know. Because Greece 2 did so well. Okay, look. Oh <laughs> okay, it didn't do well, but Greece 2 is such a better movie than Greece 1. Yeah, I guess it's sort of got like cult status. I have had this fight with people so often of like when you compare just the two. I'm not saying Greece is bad. I'm saying when you compare the two, it is, it's like Godfather 1 and 2. Like it is just so much better. I'll take your word for okay. it. So, Summer Loving, 50 years after Greece comes out. Is yeah. about if you remember the song, it's yeah. Tell me more, tell me more. Yeah, it's very uh, some rapey undertones. Yeah, oh, yeah. very. Did she put up, up a fight? fight. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, uh, in the in the it's song, better if she does is sure, the implied. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Little sure. Gross. So, <laughs> so the basis of the song mm-hmm. is that you know, like, uh, she like Sandy was drowning mm-hmm. in the pool, and then Tony Zuko came. And saves her, and they okay. date while they're both in vacation in Australia, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, they fuck, mm-hmm. and then he leaves the next day. Okay, and then she moves to America, and then okay. meets him up again. So, uh, yeah. Okay. They say, they also say that the movie is going to be very true to the song. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> who gives a fuck? <laughs> also, my favorite Grease. Um, <laughs> My favorite fucking Grease uh, fan theory is that Sandy died when she was drowning. Because when you think of the end of Grease, you know how the car is floating up to the heavens? So, like, as she's oh, drowning her, like, and dying. Finally letting go. Yeah. It's like all this, the whole story of Grease happens in her head. And that's why it's a musical. And that's why, like, Frankie Avalon's an angel singing Beauty School Dropout to Frenchie. The whole thing's in her head. And then, yeah, as they're going to heaven, that's her actually fucking dying. And the whole thing just happens real quick in her head. Which, if that is the case, I will watch it. But I know know that it's not. Oh, my God. Why the fuck do we need this? what, What if the end of this prequel is just, like like flashes between like her in a hospital and flashes of Greece the movie oh perfect like going back and forth and just like giving you the definitive answer that sure. yes she's dying on a hospital bed and these are the last neurons that are firing in her brain were that movie you loved <laughs> we don't need this in any way shape or fucking form no I just hope I just hope the last there are thing so many movies that are waiting to come out I just hope it's done like, or are trying to finish. And I'm sure they're gonna just gonna recast, but wouldn't it be great if it was like a DH John Travolta or like a superimposed? <laughs> yeah. And he's like walking away, he's like glad I never have to see that bitch again. And that grease happens. Oh my god. I would it's like some super fan executive yep. <laughs> was like watching the Irishman and was like, It's time. I 
I don't think they'll do actually it. do it. So. <laughs> it'd have to be like Grand Moff Tarkin. Like they'd have to like superimpose it on someone else. Uncanny Valley it. Oh Alright, and finally God. this week, news to lighten the moods. Uh you would think this this might have been the why the fuck do we need this file, but I go forth to say like this is the movie that we actually need right now. Ooh. A reboot of a 90s property that was on PBS. Okay. Uh, it's Universal Studios and Mattel are going to make it. Mm-hmm. It will be the movie adaptation of Wishbone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Remember Wishbone? For those of you that don't know, <laughs> in the 90s at PBS, this was a story where as a basically a little terrier named Wishbone, a cute dog, <laughs> yeah. would tell the stories like of a cask of a Montalato or a man in the iron mask. Yeah, or it was these... like masterpiece theater meets Frankenweenie. Yeah. So it's like these these really like intense grown up books, but the stories watered down and told, and the main character is always this dog with a voiceover. And I fucking loved Wishbone, dude. Boy, did I love this fucking dog. And then I got a sad because I'm like, oh, that dog is dead. Like, there's no way Wishbone's yeah. alive. So this will be a recast of Wishbone. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lassie was like seven yeah, different was... dogs. It's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I had a quick sad, but then I'm like, you know what? This is this is like almost like in the same vein of like reading Rainbow for me for like how much yeah, I love Wishbone. I think it's like it's weirdly okay because the original version was already based off of letting a new audience know about previous content. Sure. And if this is just a movie of vignettes of a dog teaching kids about these really important literary stories, yeah. I'm for it and I'm going to watch this fucking movie. Yeah. Maybe if we ever get theaters back. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I kind of like, like this. grew up and be like, oh, I saw that on Wishbone back in the day. Maybe I should dive into like the the full, you know, the full version of that and see what. Sure. It, yeah. Okay. Fucking watching the County Monte Crisco in 22 minutes with a fucking dog is the count. <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah. a. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah, let's let's set some seeds to uh, culture the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. I say we yeah, need I'm this. Okay with that. I say it's great. And it made me giggle. Quick little sad because the dog is dead. But other than yeah. that, I'm for it. Yeah. Anything else to add this week? Um, no, I mean, uh, just be nice to each other. Wear a fucking mask. And uh, look, <laughs> and I mean this without joking. Mm-hmm. If you are a listener mm-hmm. and you live in North Dakota, <laughs> please reach out. Oh, my God. Do you have your ex's Twitter handle? <laughs> my what? Oh, I would never. Oh, I would never put someone on blast. Never. <laughs> But, I mean, I would personally take like, a bunch of people right in, take screenshots yeah, take and screenshots send them to her. The, yeah, okay. That, but that's I would a better, never let, yeah, That's a better system. I would never <laughs> say, hey, everyone go online and attack this woman on Twitter. That's, that's absolutely fair. Uh, thank you. Yes, I apologize for insinuating. <laughs> yeah. Well, we met it in a very, like, funny North Dakota. But anyway, yeah. if you are a listener and you live in North Dakota, if you are listening, you have family in North Dakota, if you're listening, yeah. you've been to North <laughs> Dakota physical evidence of North Dakota being. I a would thing. love to see it. Please send it in we, because it will get passed along to the right people. There's always that chance she's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh <Oof>. fuck! Yeah, <laughs> we're conducting science now. 
I mean, if of me off chance she listens to this show, hey, fuck you. <laughs> it exists. All right, guys. Uh, please, please, please remember oh patreon.com slash 5 by 5 of the movies. We're holding strong with our four supporters. We'd love yes. to add a fifth. We, we we'll, did just find out there was another extension on unemployment in Texas. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's good. good. So we're. But uh, let us do but, some ad reads for you. Yeah. Obviously, there are listeners yeah, let, out let there. Let us promote your thing. So there's listeners out there annoyed. Mm. For us asking for reviews. So obviously people are listening. Yes. So let us promote your thing to those people who easily get annoyed by repetition. Yeah. <laughs> Give us $5 to sell something for you. Uh, thanks, Dan, for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes. If you're so inclined, I'm going to say it again just to be funny. Please review <laughs> us on iTunes. I'm begging. <laughs> Stop your begging and get on to it. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticism. Or find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 at the movies for some fiery hot memes. Thank you, Dan, Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll credits. Roll credits.